शांति 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 नमस्ते टू ऑल ऑफ यू आई एम वेरी हैप्पी टू बी अगेन विद ऑल ऑफ यू शेयरली इट्स माय जॉय वन ऑफ द मोस्ट बेसिक एंड मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग that all of us we that we must do is be disciplined discipline 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 and it is through this discipline that a disciple emerges <coughs> it is by virtue of your discipline that you convert yourself or become what a disciple is and a disciple is one who is in infinite love at most love with the sadguru and is always surrendered to the divine will or to the will of the sadguru sadguru and parmatma are one and the same it's an example that i would like to give which we started with the shanti mantra om purnamada that says that from the almighty which is complete there comes a part of it which is also complete this is complete as well as this is complete and this how can this happen so this that every aspirant or a disciple who felt himself as not complete or wanting to be complete wanting to be one with the almighty and the path that he chooses is guided by the sadguru and the sadguru leads that individual from whatever state or circumstances that particular individual is upon having accepted him or her as a disciple the sadguru guides every step of the way till that final union with the almighty god occurs in the passage in this path as one progresses one does achieve a state of mukti this state of mukti is nothing other than freedom from the phenomena of karma and phala meaning action and the fruit of the action by any chance today uh, isaac prado is also present there today yes guruji isaac is here isaac can you unmute yourself please yeah isaac guruji, from boise yes. yeah namaste guruji thank you namaste namaste beta so this is a process and the freedom from the action reaction sets you apart from the rest that you cannot be tied down to suffer the consequences of your actions and reactions whether they are virtuous or less than virtuous punyam which is virtue and papam which is sin both have their fruits but then you have to 
experience those and to experience these fruits of your actions you have to be born and this itself is being tangled up in the web of birth death and birth again but after this mukti which is also typical of moksha means freedom from birth and death uh, responsibility there is so much more thereafter too thereafter to still that soul has to evolve step by step step by step from various stages to the supreme state when he can say that soul can say jivatma can say that i and almighty god are one he and i are one and then there is nothing beyond all that that is the end of it. and this is a journey of joy this is a journey of peace journey of wisdom as you grow along and journey of love absolutely unqualified love because that is the very nature of what we are we are an embodiment of love we are an embodiment of joy or ananda and when we are in our nascent self that is when we are in our virgin self free of all the attachments or acquired um, beliefs and feelings and all those kind of which you have to let them go all of them then that is very uh, what our nature is that we are of an embodiment of love we are an embodiment of joy and we are knowledge or conscience incarnate know all and be able to do anything and be all and that is what is the final state or stage almighty god is not a personality as we say lord krishna lord rama they also have to grow from that but it is a state of being in that state of being there is nothing other than infinite joy infinite joy infinite all all knowing all pervading omniscient and you become one with that it is as if like a drop that drops from the sky into the ocean it becomes ocean and becomes inseparable so that is what it best can be described as <laughs> but in this the passage of time people are born as human beings and as human beings alone only human beings are able to do follow disciplines a monkey a dog or a bird or a, or a snake cannot do disciplines only human beings can do these disciplines because they have been given a few attributes that are very very important number 1 is the intellect that they have second thing is they have mind and because of the mind they have feelings 
expectations, desires, and so forth, so many things. So this mind alone can be one that can bind a living being to the mortal life, as also it is it is also the most important tool whereby one can free ourselves from all and any attachments. So this, whereas animals and other lesser beings do not have that. They live by virtue of their own instinct. They don't have a mind. They don't have a desire. They live by instinct, instinct to survive, instinct to procreate, instinct to defend oneself, and instinct of hunger and thirst. These are carnal, carnal desires and uh, wantings. So again, coming back to the point of discipline, this is, there is a statement in Vedas, which goes as follows. Atapta tanurna tadamo ashnute. We are all tanudharak, means we have a corporal body, a corporal being. And as a living being, we cannot experience or know the supreme truth without discipline disciplines that is tapacharam understand uh, isaac so the disciplines yeah. that you maintain for your own self this is is something that each soul decides chooses to follow and he follows it with utmost love and with utmost dedication as well, complete faith. And when you follow that discipline, that discipline purifies you and frees you from all these entanglements till you become one with the Supreme. And that is the goal of life. There is no other goal. There is no other goal. In the living life, being a successful businessman, or being a successful doctor or lawyer or whatever profession one may be is part of that. But it is not necessary as far as being one with Almighty God is concerned. These are vocations that any one can choose to become. One can choose to become a teacher as well. So this discipline is the most important aspect of spiritual life with your utmost faith and love with the Sadhguru because without the Sadhguru it is impossible. The Sadhguru is the most important junction in the passage or in the path of self-realization because it is none other than the Sadhguru alone who can guide you and Sadhguru himself is nothing other than the physical representation of what Almighty God is. 
Let me give you a example. Let us say there is a big mango tree. I chose mangoes because I love mangoes. <laughs> and this mango tree gives millions of fruits, millions of mangoes. And now, if I were to ask someone that out of these 10 bushels of mangoes, find me two mangoes that are identical. Two mangoes that are identical, though they come from the same one tree, yet you have to find two mangoes that are identical to one another. Do you think anyone will find those two mangoes that are identical? I don't think anyone can find those two mangoes to be identical. Now, let us go a step further. And I pick about a bushel of perfectly ripe mangoes. All the mangoes are perfectly ripe. And again, my question is, find two perfectly ripe mangoes that are identical. Even then, it is not possible to find two mangoes that are identical, though they come from the same tree. My follow-up question is, now let us experience these perfectly ripe mangoes. When we start experiencing, what do you think would our experience of these mangoes be? Would, be, would the experience be the same from mango to mango to mango? And the answer to that is, yes, the experience is the same. Though the mangoes may not necessarily look like any other, yet the experience of these ripe, perfectly ripe mangoes is exactly the same. Now, if I say one of the mangoes, the name of that is Lord Shri Ram. The other mango, the name is Lord Shri Krishna. The other is Jesus Christ or the other one is the Holy Prophet Muhammad. And there is one more ripe mango that is called Isaac. There is one more that is called Krishna. And there is another one parallel and another one Sham. And there is one more very close to it. Its name is Padmaji and so on and so forth. So, None of these people look like one another. They are not identical. Yet, when they are in their perfect ripeness, they are identical, exactly the same experience, no matter with what, they are all one and the same. That is a state of being complete, being full with Almighty God. Do you understand that? And to come to that point, one has to go through the process of, of uh, discipline. So this state of com uh, completeness, oneness with the Almighty is a process and that process starts with discipline and process ends in discipline. Follow me? So this discipline which is based, this 
basis of this discipline is on five principles. Those five principles are none other than what we follow already, such as Yadnya, Dhan, Tapa, Karma, and Swadhyaya. Five disciplines, five aspects of the discipline. And these are the essential uh, parts of discipline and also the part of the discipline, the process of the discipline, which brings you, makes you one whole with the supreme truth. And this truth is eternal. It is beyond time, beyond space, and always present. There is no such a thing as past time there. There is no such a thing as future. All there is is present, continuous, infinitum. This is the message that I want to give you to all of you today. I am open to questions and answers if you have any. Okay, Padmaji, I'm ready to receive any questions. Okay, Guruji. Um, namaste, everybody. If anybody has any questions, please unmute yourself and ask. Yamini ji, go ahead. Jai Gurudev, Guruji. Jai Gurudev, Gurudev, Bolo, Kimcho Yamini ben. Majama, Guruji. I'm fine. Thank you. Nice to Good. see you. Uh, Guruji, Yagna Dan Tapa Karma. What is the Tapa? Tapa is, is tapa is discipline. Okay. Tapa is the discipline that you have chosen. Okay. 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 You can do this discipline at your uh, at your home. You need not go into a cave into the Himalayas or in the mountains. No, that is not what it is. Uh -huh. it is any discipline that every sadhak, every uh, aspirant chooses that becomes his tapa. Understand? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Guruji. Okay. Uh, namaste, yes, Guruji. Namaste. Pre Pre namaste, Guruji. Uh, Guruji, I have a question. Please try to explain. Like means I was recently reading Rigveda and with my limited knowledge, I'm trying to understand it in that it says like means though it's a common question, but I need to uh, need explanation for this. It says like Jala, the water, it has the grandsons and they have son has wife. What is exactly this? Like means if they are the different forms, if I don't understand this thing, I will not be able to understand. I will not be able to understand Rig Veda or any Vedas. Pritiji, honestly, I cannot understand your question. Okay. Uh, I'm saying I'm reading Rig Veda. Okay. And in that, it in different places, it says like Jal water has a grandson or sun has a wife or moon has something like this. So if they are the, if they are in the form of a sun or a moon, how, 
they have the physical sons or grandsons like that the reason i'm asking this is because if i will not understand this thing i will not be able to understand the, any of the vedas properly which i want to padma ji yes guru ji yes yes guru ji did you understand priti ji's question um what she is asking is while uh, reading rigveda she is trying to uh, read rigveda uh -huh. she saw that jal water has grandsons and um, you know other elements have like husbands what she is asking is how can they have a physical like relative so to speak how how does she understand that ah uh -huh. okay see there are so many such statements made uh in the vedas and upavedas also so do not relate this to the physical son that human beings have that they should have a mother and a father and then a son and maybe a brother also to the son and a sister also to the son no 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 it doesn't mean that let me say this say for example the powerful rays of sun on the ocean evaporates and its evaporated water becomes cloud if someone were to say oh this cloud is the sun of the ocean then the sun did not uh, rather the ocean did not reproduce cloud as a sun this is a phenomena that happened but so as so that human beings could easily understand this is given as a simile but you have to understand this as just a simile simile means comparison samjha priti ji bilkul bilkul clearly bilkul clearly thank you guru ji and okay, one more great. small question like means if you have to suggest two books like uh, which are the books which you will recommend right now like for me which i should go and read like means any two books please guru ji well i told you last time itself you had asked me the question and one of the books that i could recommend you read is called tripura rahasya i am listening it to that guruji nowadays i am i am doing that and a copy of that book is with kanam uh, dr shrivalli just so that you can see that book but you can order it directly and you can get it from uh, one of the south india mein kaun sa hai wo mahesh padma ji yes guru ji guru ji it is maharshi maharshi uh, yes 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 rap maharshi in uh, sorry raman maharshi yes that organization ji. they have a very good english translation and i have read that and that's a very good book yes though guru there ji. are certain things that i don't agree with that oh that i am already doing it right now if there's any other book please guruji i'm requesting you i'm almost done with that i'm listening to that one yeah, so i'm yeah, almost this, done with that the no no you still have to read again and again till you okay. digest it 
and the next one is simplified bhagavad gita okay you will have all the knowledge between these two sources thank okay. you guruji thank you okay. so much you are most welcome alex has a question guruji alex you can ask your question now namaste guruji um this is alex from austin can you hear me oh yes 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 how um, are you my dear Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. So I have yeah. a question on the last portion uh, that we discussed, discipline, and um, you know that we are all the same once we achieve um, enlightenment or knowledge. Can you please tell me? You mentioned five things. Um, the last part. What were those things, and can you please elaborate on them? पद्मा जी आप समझे इनका सवाल क्या नहीं गुरु जी आस्कर क्वेश्चन क्वेश्चन अगेन आई डिड नॉट अंडरस्टैंड योर प्रॉब्लम माय कंप्यूटर हियर डज नॉट पुट आउट एनफ वॉल्यूम सो इट्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू हियर Guru, ask you can you explain yagna, dana, tapa, karma, swadhyaya again, Guruji? What does each one mean individually? Okay, okay, okay. The fivefold path. The first principle, yagna. Yagna means the agni utra that you are doing, or various fire sacrifices that we do, and. offering into the fire say when you say agnaye swaha agnaye idam namama the meaning of that is oh agni oh fire this is yours and not mine hello padma hello are you there yes guruji can you can see hear... me yes we can hear you and we can see you guruji Okay. Yes. Okay. We have some computer glitch here. Okay. Anyway, so offering into the fire, offering into the fire, and uttering idam namama. That is meaning. Oh, Agni, this is yours, not mine. so whatever little greek spoonful of ghee that you offer you declare there that this is yours o almighty god this is not mine and what you are sacrificing is essentially not the ghee but the ego or the possessiveness of that little offering into the fire that ghee that spoonful of ghee which was yours you are declaring that this is not mine but this is almighty god yours so you are offering the ownership letting go of the ownership of that what you offer into the fire you follow that yes guruji you follow that yes yes sir very good now why this is so important you know that in all the humanity on the face of the earth is suffering they are unhappy and they are unhappy for varieties of reasons but what is the main cause 
of this unhappiness. The main cause of unhappiness in human life is the concept of attachment, possessiveness. That is one single reason why humanity is unhappy. So when you let go of that possessiveness, let go of that ownership, or let go of that attachment, you will gradually be free from that attachment and will make you free. Once you let go of all the attachment, then you are completely happy. Nothing can stop. So that is yadne. Dana means whatever you have, give some of that as charity to a worthy individual. When you do yadne or when you do Agnihutra, you are giving that ghee as an offering into the fire. That is also dana. Or when you give to a worthy individual, the person who is giving that dana, giving that charity, that giver, it is his responsibility to make sure that the receiver is a worthy one to make sure that he will not misuse what he receives, but will use it for good cause. And once you give that, then forget about it. It is not your responsibility. That is what is dana. Tapa is discipline. This is the third aspect, tapa. Discipline. Discipline is something that as you, every day, you take a shower and you go in front of the mirror and decide what clothes you are going to wear. So you choose the set of clothing that you wear because you like it. So that is your outfit for that day. Similarly, the discipline that you choose, you decide to wear that and follow that discipline. That discipline is tapa. Understand? Yes, Guruji. This tapa, this discipline is very, very important. Without that discipline, you cannot progress. This discipline is expected to control all your emotions, your desires, and lead them towards goodness, lead them towards fulfillment. It is not by virtue of your desires being fulfilled that you become happy, but you become happy by virtue of no desires. Understand? See the yes, paradox yes. here. Happiness is caused not by virtue of your desires being fulfilled, but by virtue of eliminating or dissolving your desires. So the load on the mind of these desires is gone. So that is tapa. Karma, let every action this is the rule of the nature. Every action will produce equal and opposite reaction. So you do good things. Yes, the good things will also produce a equal and opposite reaction. And you will have so many good results that you have no choice but to experience those. At the same time, should you do something that is not right, and you will have to suffer the consequences of that, and that is also, again, being tied down into the process of birth, death, birth, and suffering.
Understand so far? Yes, Guruji. Very good. Now the last aspect that is Swadhyay. Swadhyay really means, Swa means the self. Adhyay means study. Swadhyay means study of the self. Ask yourself questions. <coughs> Analyze these questions and try to understand the consequences or causes of whatever that situation is. So it is study of the self. Ask yourself, who am I? Why am I here? What is the cause that I am not happy? What will make me happy? And analyze that. Do you think fulfillment of all your desires will make you happy? No, the desires by nature have a propensity that they will create many, many more desires. And you will be constantly chasing the fulfillment of all your desires. And as I said, it, happiness is by virtue of lack of desires, lack of wantings and these desires that create attachments to what you desire creates unhappiness. But if the desire itself is, has evaporated, yeah, the desire itself has dissipated, the desire itself has gone, there is no reason for your peace to be disturbed and there is every reason that you can always be happy. That is possible by virtue of Yadnya, by these five principles, Yadnya, Dan, Tapa, Karma, Swadhyaya. That is the basis of all humanity. May you be any religion, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Religion only establishes that there is God and may give you a roadmap to reach to that supreme state. But the basis of all religion is these five principles. Yadnya, Dan, Tapa, Karma, Swadhyaya. Understand? I'm glad that you asked this question, Alex. Are you, Thank are you okay you with Thank you so this? much, Guruji. Yes, perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anybody else? Yes, Isaac, you're next. Guruji, Isaac has a question. Yes, Isaac. Namaste, Guruji. Isaac, Namaste. you can turn your camera on so Guruji can see you. Okay. I don't know. Um, Guruji, Guruji I, have, uh, I have many, many questions as you know <laughs> okay but one question now maybe for everybody to also uh can hear understand so we um practice agnihotra and yag, uh, other yagna uh-huh it is one one of the elements agni of the panchamahabhuta right how can we is there any other maybe practices or prayer to honor the other elements as well um the water the wind the akash and the earth how is how do we relate to those elements as well as of course agni and uh, agni hotra the five primordial elements that is the earth uh, then Akash, water, ether, Agni, they are all honored by virtue of Agniyotra and by virtue of Yajna. 
yajna alone any yajna fulfills these five primordial elements understand mm. yes guruji so there is no need for you to go separately after water or after earth or anything like that the instant you do any yajna they are all invoked and they all are honored is that okay uh, isaac thank you isaac yes yeah. anything else yes i'm here uh, do you, you have welcome. any other question isaac yeah sure um uh, so uh, additional question can you if you can tell us the symbol uh, behind the snake um, of the naga maybe a story uh, on 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 this animal and why it's so um, prevalent in in yoga and maybe uh -huh. why it became um, sort of different in other religions in in the meaning and why it maybe negatively naga or a cobra that opens up as a hood and is in an aggressive posture so this is the serp serpentine creature and the way it moves it wiggles itself in a zigzag manner it wiggles itself and moves forward so this is typically the power that each human being has and this power is based at the base of the spine that is between your buttocks end of your spine the tailbone that is where it is situated this this power it is a plexus the junction of so many nerve endings there and there this power is in residence or it is dormant and when awakened this power becomes awakened lifts itself and tries to rise itself through the spinal column understand so this power that rises through the spinal column also meets the various power junctions or chakras as you know and purifies those chakras there are in all seven chakras of which six are up to the center of your forehead of your the eyebrow center and the seventh is at the at the top of your crown and that is where the supreme truth is also resident there so this power surges through all through the spine and purifies all these six chakras through the adnya chakra it reaches into the brahma randra and then again returns back to the heart chakra and like that there are so many rounds that it takes this every round is as good as doing disciplines for one somewhat surrounding one year so if somebody has done 1000 rounds it is as good as having done uh, tapa for 1000 years understand 
but this is essentially to purify this physical body, purify the subtle body, purify the causal body, and purify the cosmic body, so that all of this is completely purified, pavitra, uh, free of any stain, and then that being becomes the very living being or an embodiment of supreme truth or the living embodiment of Almighty God. So this power, Naga, Naga Shakti, is always there in every human being. It goes even beyond that, that as this earth is the world of mortals, similarly, there is another world that exists wherein there are only these Naga Shakti that dwell there. And these people uh, in the form of Naga are highly advanced, far more advanced than human beings. But other than you being awestruck, there is nothing much you can do now as far as you are concerned. You just make sure that in this very life, by virtue of your tapacharana, you rise above the mortal level of human beings into the immortal oneness of Almighty God. Follow, Isaac? Yes, Guruji. Thank you. Okay. Next, Padmaji. Uh, Bianca from Oxford has a question. Bianca, go ahead. I can't understand. Uh, Bianca, we, Bianca, we can't hear you. No. Your voice seems distant. Can you, can, can you maybe type in your question and we'll read it out to Guruji? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Guruji, Guruji, she asked a similar yes. question that I asked you last uh, two weeks ago, Guruji. After okay. the, what is it? After the physical death, what is the relationship between the Sadhguru and the disciple? After the physical death. After the physical, death. after the body, after the body, after you leave the body. Uh -huh. Okay, this is this is an inseparable relationship. And the Sadhguru, even when he may leave the body, he is still there with you. Even when you leave the body, the Sadhguru's grace is always there with you and will guide you till you are one with the Supreme Truth, will not leave you. That is the undertaking, the responsibility that the Sadhguru takes and he delivers on that, no question. Understand? So the relationship is not with the physical body, but with the 
causal body, the Jiva Tattva or Atma, the soul as such. Understand, Krishna? Yes, she she heard you, Guruji. She understands. Okay, good. Um, Guruji, Alex has a question and I'm um, going to read it out. She, okay. He wants to know what are the meanings, he or she, I'm sorry, it's Alex. Um, uh, what is the meaning of Kalika Mantra, Kunjika Mantra and the Navar Nava Mantra? These are mantras from the Vedas, from the Vedic scriptures. And these mantras were given to us by Almighty God, particularly to me, so that I inform all humanity, particularly people who are doing Agnihotra, because it is on the people lies the responsibility to save also people that are virtuous and people that are good because we are going through a very difficult time period. These various mantras refer to various different powers that are operating on the face of the earth. For example, Kalika Mantra. Kalika Mantra is that force of creation which is fiercely operative and the purpose of this power is to destroy all that is evil, to destroy all that is uh, disastrous to humanity, to destroy all that is injurious to mankind, because the, this power wants to protect all those that are virtuous, all those that are good people and the right people, so that people with virtue are always protected and they can live their life free of fear and destruction. So that power is operative. And to nourish that power, when we do this mantra and make offerings into the fire, that power becomes all the more powerful. It not only that, it also makes us, the doer of the yajna, powerful. Now, similarly, the Putla uh, Mantra? Kunjika. Kunjika. That other, that other mantra is to fortify every Agnihotri so that they become able and profound and powerful to stay connected, stay unaffected and free from fear during this difficult period. This difficult period is very phenomenal. You have no idea what the rest of the people in the world are going through. Lastly, the Navavarna Mantra is a mantra which gives you infinite joy, infinite joy, ananda, and state of fearlessness, state of knowing it and being full of love. 
So this joy is the very end of our life. That is the very most important goal of our life. We want to be always full of love. We want to be always completely full of joy. That is why that mantra is given. Navavarna mantra. And these are all in various uh, either consonants or vowels and chanted in a definite pattern that it produces an impact on the environment and also on your own mind and your own self. That this is the best I can give you uh, about these three mantras. Okay? Thank you, Guruji. You are most welcome, my dear. Um, does anybody else have a question? You can unmute and speak if you have want to ask something. Vikasti? Namaste, Dadashri. Nah, namaste, Vikasti. Glad Vikas. to see your face today. And uh, I like the comparison, the way you did it with the earlier person who was asking you a question about comparing mangoes with the divine incarnations. And at the same time, you said that, I think person was Alex or someone, that uh, that means the person who is following the dis uh, discipline is uh, connected to the divine incarnation in the same way. And um, if we all do that, that's what I was going through at this time today, that I was connecting to you. And when I had a question in my mind, I was going to ask you something, for which I got the answers. And uh, distance is more than 10,000 miles with us. But the question travels <laughs> with the speed of light to you. And it comes back to me. And it is uh, happened because we are all one eventually. That and uh, it depends on your strength. And uh, this was a one thought about it. And another thing is, uh, um, Suvarnatai explained me about this uh, uh, Kalika Mantra, Kunjika Mantra, and Navarna Mantra. But uh, this is my question that are these mantras are collection of several Bija Mantra. And eventually it, it deals with the certain ill effects or bad effects or something and save the humanity and take us towards the ultimate goal of having a personal evolution and go towards uh, salvation or whatever we call it like everyone has some goal in their life and that is our goal but uh, i just wanted to have your blessing on this thought it may be not a pure question but it's a thought and i'm looking for a blessing see all mantras do have a bija mantra bija is a seed a bija of apple will produce only apples. A bija of mango will produce only mangoes. Bija of fear will only produce fruit of fear. Bija of joy will produce only fruit of joy. Bija of anger will only produce anger. So various bijas are there. And the prabhav or the effect of all these bijas will produce equally the same. Now here... Uh, though we have 13 vowels and 52 varna, you, you, you know that, swara venjana? Yes. Yes, very good. So, 
like that every consonant has a particular effect and likewise when this consonant is supplemented with a vowel then it takes a bija swarupa understand yes yes say when you say k and add l to it it becomes kl but when you add ikaranta to it it becomes kling when you add anuswar which is again a vowel becomes kling and that becomes a bija mantra thank you understand yes yes so mantra shastra is very very vast very big very deep but it is all meant for the good of humanity there are yes yes certain i understand parts in agama that they can be misused also for example if you chant gayatri mantra in the reverse order it can produce a phenomenal destruction in any nation or with anybody understand so yes. bija mantras every mantra has a bija in it a seed in it and a prabhav this prabhav of the seed is in the fruit of the mantra understand yes so it is like a two sides of a uh, coin one is a go good effect correct. and another is a bad effect correct and correct you try to create you get uh, it's a what do you call it a blessings 10 times folded that means it correct. comes 10 folded to you so if you have a good uh, thoughts it goes out in the universe and comes back to you multiplied 10 times in a 10 fold that's what they say and ultimately you receive and we complete the whole circle where we say om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaye purnameva avashishyate this is the ultimate goal for us correct if this thought correct. is correct then uh, just give me the blessing on that one correct correct yes namaskar okay acha namaste डिस्कशन and i was thinking why should we uh, worship the uh, any guru like who is in a physical shape though i fully means i i i respect you everything but today i honestly i feel like touching your feet always keep your grace on me gurudev i humbly bow at your feet i humbly bow at your feet all love padmaji Yes, Guruji. Guruji, Ramachar has a question. Please go ahead. Unmute yourself. Hi. Yes. Hi, Guruji. How are you? I'm quite well. Um, that's good to hear. Uh, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, I'm very much enjoying the the entire conversation and and the sharing of uh, uh, knowledge and wisdom that we're taking about right now. Uh, my question, with respect to everything. Um, would be as we say we call ourselves uh beings of light or the the individuals the the manifestations of god that decide to go back to the source that decide to create 
you know, as opposed to destroy that decide to live in the light as opposed to the dark within the light. This, um, these people have, uh, okay, what's more powerful? Like somebody who has the same wisdom and knowledge about what we're talking about, say how you said that if somebody chants a certain mantra backwards, it can create, um, you know, uh, enormous destruction or, you know, a massive destruction as opposed to creation, what, which is what it was meant for originally. But if somebody has the same wisdom and their intentions are not said as pure and innocent as ours would be, uh, what, what is the, uh, what is the versus, uh, what, what is the amount of power that they have over, like, you know, somebody who's virtuous, somebody who has a huge heart, Somebody who just is selfless no matter what versus somebody who is the opposite of that. And they both have the same knowledge about, you know, Vedic and spiritualism and, you know, esotericism and stuff like this. And they're both using it in opposite ways. You know, one is using it to create, to enlighten, to live in the world, to appreciate. And the other one is using it to destroy, to get something that person wants out of somebody else or something else. Which energy would be stronger? Guruji, who was that? Guruji, uh, Ramachar. Am I saying your name right? Are Ra you from Ra California? Ramacharaka, Austin. Ramacharaka, Austin, Guruji. Austin, I see. See, you're, you have asked a question, who is more powerful and what is more powerful? The power comes, let us say, you are a young man of 20 years old and you start doing exercises so that you become strong and healthy. And then you want to compete in the world weightlifting championship. You start with 100 pounds and you gradually grow into that. So eventually you may reach a state where you may be able to lift 500 pounds at a time or 1,000 pounds at a time. But immediately, you cannot lift that thousand pounds. It's a constant practice, constant effort that gives you the power to build your power. And this power of either construction or destruction depends upon the, your own mind, how pure it is or how turbid it is, how impure it is. Surely, you can create a lot of destruction, but at the same time, you can surely create a lot of construction also. It is up to you. It is up to you to choose what you want to do. So, okay, so what you're saying is, if I'm getting this correctly, if in your nature, in the, in the, in the nature of your mind, there resides absolute or or it's overpowering um constructive energy or overpowering you know turbulence or destructive energy then that's what's going to determine how strong you will be at whatever it is that you are practicing with that emotion or that state of mind to some like, extent yes okay very so true. The, the darker but, somebody but, is okay uh, go ahead understand Sorry. this the very nature of human being is the very basic nature of any human being is they want to be happy, my dear. Yes. 
they want to be powerful they want to be invincible and hence they want to conquer anything and everything else okay but when they realize that they have achieved that state of power or that state of being or the need for any more power has subsided has evaporated and they are so pure by virtue of discipline that all they want is that this power stays with them this goodness stays with them forever and forever and they should never be free from that that is a very noble desire aho okay good yeah okay wow thank you yeah, uh, so thank you so much it can happen and usually oh. uh, the better thing happens because yes. you, it is human nature to reach for the better yes. to reach for the good to reach for yes. the virtuous one understand okay yes sir yes guruji that's 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 amazing you just gave me a huge confirmation on exactly what it is that i am taking on in my life today and that i have been doing it's amazing this whole conversation is amazing thank you so much you you're an amazing you're an amazing person amazing being i i, I can't thank you enough really okay okay thank you thank you for that sai you can ask your question now namaste guruji namaste namaste so this is a questions on similar uh, similar question guruji like you said about the bija mantras uh, when we are doing the bija mantras uh, each mantra has a particular energy right so if if they are chanted wrong jane anjane me like knowingly or unknowingly will the effect be this uh, like will the word have the effect or the mantra or the intention has its effect intention 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 okay so so See, even let us say your chotu ram yeah he instead of calling you amma 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 he just say ma 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 something babble something but basically what is he trying to do is trying to get your attention as you as a mother yeah will you slap or smack this little boy because he did not say amma correctly <laughs> no guruji no you will guruji. not no you will still pick him up and love him isn't it yes guruji same is with every human being okay my my question was entirely putting him in my mind guruji because uh, when we are chanting mantra or anything he picks up something and then he tries to mimic in a funny way or uh, say it in uh, in in his own way all the mantras or any any of these things the agnihotra mantra so when you said each word no, you mean, cannot you, you cannot take freedom with any mantra to follow Meaning? you have to learn to chant it correctly okay and that is why we have what is called a process of kshama archana okay that oh god if i made a mistake okay okay so okay. we have to we have to try to be be as perfect as we can be and above that we have to just seek forgiveness forgiveness and 
leave it to the almighty see prema bhav in prema bhav hmm when you chant the mantra hmm there is tremendous love there yes good there is no room for fear Mm. there is no room for anger mm. there is no room for dvesha yes yes guruji yes guruji yes guru absolutely yes yeah okay so though your parallels name is shrikant <laughs> yes guruji how many different names have you given him oh so many ha <laughs> huh? so many guruji <laughs> so many and he never gets upset when you call him the wrong name no guruji why <laughs> because he knows there is because, i call him love because there is paraspar prema bhava yes guruji understand yes guruji yes so that is the intent yes guruji uh, understand now yes guruji yes thank you guruji shabash namaste guruji नमस्ते and you have to ask whoever is the sadguru that i want to be your disciple and it is up to the sadguru to accept or reject majority times it so happens that all those people who request for being a disciple are unworthy they are not worthy to become a disciple but it becomes a sadguru's responsibility to give them a discipline and make them worthy of discipleship give them enough time and opportunities so that they develop and they work on themselves and then when i'm there you again ask me and we will see we do have a few select disciples in austin so when i come next time you ask me okay it is not yeah. something that it is a cast candy store that that candy is given free to anyone who asks of course yes sir hello yes okay. guruji thank you okay yes. you're welcome yes guruji I think everybody has asked. Uh, everybody that had questions have. Um, I think we've run out of the list. So. So let us conclude now, okay? Yes, Guruji. Hari Om Yadnyam Dhanam Tapakarnam Adhyayan Nirado
नमस्ते गुरुजी नमस्ते गुरुजी थैंक यू गुरुजी नमस्ते थैंक यू सो मच गुरुजी जय श्री राम गुरुजी जय श्री राम जय श्री राम